just a little dry. Thank you for coming out tonight. So we're going to have fun with this word. I've got to get started right now because I've got a lot to cover, but it'll be fun. Now, you see all the oils that I have displayed. This is not even the beginning of oils. And then Andrea brought some extra for me, too, which I will show you in one second. So let's look at the top of our oil for service. Oil is a powerful symbol in the Bible representing divine blessings that was your feeling and I forgot to take it off so there you go <laughs> divine blessings protection and healing the most important symbol of oil is the presence of the Holy Spirit it has always been used for anointing for more power and for consecration consecration means setting apart we are all certainly set apart for a great work as we serve Jesus each day. I know we all believe that and say amen. He anoints our day, our days, our weeks, our months, our years, and the oil never dries up. You know, what would we do without some oil? You know, you got oil in your body, don't you? Um, you got, you know, oils that come out of your hair, oils that come out of your skin. Otherwise, we'd look like the tin man, huh? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to walk at all. So, anyways, um, I thank the Lord that he's lubricated. Oh, yeah, the knees, the joints. Our jaw is a hinge. Our, our, you know, all the hinge joints in our bodies. We need to have the oil in our bodies, but we need to have the oil of the Spirit of the Lord, too. All right, let's look at some of these oils right here. This is just, and y'all can call out some oils, too. Here is um, uh, olive leaf extract, and this is uh, olive leaf in a tablet. Here is grapeseed oil, myrrh. Uh, I, I studied some things on myrrh. It was just wonderful. Um, I'm going to save that one for later. Here's lime oil. Imagine how many limes you get to squeeze for some oil. Almond oil. Everybody's familiar with that. Apricot oil. Mineral oil. Peppermint oil. Uh, to the tea tree oil, this has a lot of properties of healing. So many of the oils do. And eucalyptus oil, and of course, our famous olive oil from the scriptures and from the Bible. And I'll tell you um, something on that. But go to your second page first and look at all these. Coconut oil, walnut oil, hemp seed oil, rose oil, uh, grapeseed, olive oil, it says there's a new oil. I saw this uh, just this morning. Sue and I saw it um, on, um, what was it, James Robinson. We saw that um, uh, this morning um, about uh, this new kind of oil, high uh, uh, polyphenol, but I'm trying to see the other one. I didn't write it down. And he said there was another ingredient that goes with that, but it's 30 times better for cognitive function, that means your brain, health, heart benefits, digestion. It listed so many of them. I'm like, wow, I should order some of that, huh? Because, um, uh, yeah, the, he was talking about you just put it on salads. You take a tablespoon of it. or And uh, just amazing benefits and results from the olive oil because it's a new pressing of the olive oil. I think that was uh, Don Colbert. Uh, you know, what is it? Huh? Dr. Don, yeah. 
he was just so filled with information. Uh, butter is considered an oil, butter oil, sesame seed oil, corn oil, vegetable oil, duck fat, lard fat, which is what? Pig fat. Okay. It's excellent cooking. Flaxseed oil. I love this one on flaxseed. It assists in healing wounds, preventing cancer, digestion benefits, hair growth, heart health, diabetes, reduces inflammation and cholesterol benefits. Now, uh, Vicki has told me about the flaxseed oil for a long time, and she and Norman take that. Do y'all take flaxseed oil? Okay. Oh, get the flax seeds, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the smoothies and so forth, you know. Avocado oil, tea tree oil, healing properties. I forgot about all the healing properties, you know, but I know it takes care of fungus. Tea tree does. Um, you know, itching on the skin. You can put it on your scalp for the dry scalp, aching scalp. Uh, I don't know if you can put it in your ears or not. Um, and then there's also lemon oil and hazelnut oil. Um, yeah, Roseanne, can you go see if those papers are in the printer for me? I was going to read this about rose oil. <laughs> Unbelievable about rose oil. It's very expensive. Ro rose oil can run anywhere from uh, 9 or $10 to up to $500 an ounce. Oh, really? All right, listen to this. I'm just, when I, when I was driving here, the Lord said, yeah, look one more up. I'm like, oh, okay, okay God. You know, ran in there and looked it up. How many roses does it take to make one ounce of oil? Somebody. How many roses? A thousand. How many, one ounce of rose, one ounce of rose oil. How many roses? A hundred, twenty. 200, 60,000, 60,000 roses to make one ounce of rose oil. It says here, ever wondered why the original rose oil is so costly? I'll try to explain. Rose oil is extracted from rose blossoms. Those flowers only contain 0.02% of oil part approximately taking 60,000 roses to extract rose oil into one ounce and 10,000 pounds of flowers yields about one pound um, uh, of just, you know, the flowers themselves so that they press it. And it takes uh, more than 10,000 freshly picked rose blossoms to produce only five milliliter bottle. To get the picture, it takes about 30 roses to get one single drop. One single drop of rose oil. Uh, I'm going to tell you why I was so turned on with this. So which country is the largest producer of roses? Do you know it used to be Israel? Israel was the number one grower and producer of roses all over the entire world. They maybe still ship them out because it was saying that they make about 50 million a year uh, in their shipping of the roses and so forth. But now the three top countries that are the largest producers of roses are Ecuador, Colombia, and Kenya. Well, the reason I got so turned on by the rose oil is the Rose of Sharon. The Rose of Sharon that was crushed for us. The crushing of the roses so that what? The fragrance would go around the world. 
and into the universe and into the heavenlies. Just stop and think about that one. It's like Selah. Think about that one for a few moments, huh? How wonderful that is. And you can give me some thoughts on it too if you want to raise your hands and add to it. But I, I just love that about the rose oil. Amen? All right, number one. There are over 22 cooking oils, numerous crude oils. As, um, you know, I didn't even look up the crude oils. We, can't, we cannot uh, go without crude oil coming out of the earth. Uh, because we need it for machinery. Many dozens and hundreds of extracted oils. Uh, I did not look that up about how many oils, but uh, we know that just just in, if you're just cooking in the kitchen, there's only over 22 choices that you have there. Number two, never trust another person's oil to keep you burning in life. Now, we, we've got to get the fresh oil for ourselves, don't we? And what happens to oil when it sits on the shelf too long? It becomes rancid. It smells, has an odor, it tastes bitter. Uh, it can go bad kind of quickly, you know. Some oils are preserved that they don't, it doesn't um, spoil as quickly. But even olive oil, if it's not of a good quality, it can spoil and become rancid. But I thank God that I'm going to keep the oil burning in my life. I know that you are. We've got to have enough oil, not only for ourselves, but for everybody else. That's the Christian walk. And you willingly accept that mission, don't you? You know, that we, we must have oil enough to keep burning in life, but we've got to have extra for other people, too. We must spend time with God and receive our own oil to prepare for tomorrow. That's spending that good quality time with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit. Number three, keep your oil stores, the oil stores, replenished every day. Don't run out. You may need more oil than you think. Okay, so some days I'm just, oh, hallelujah, God's with me, and I'm rejoicing, and everything's good, and the next day, you're going to hit a low. Then you kind of hit a level, then you hit a high again and a low. And uh, as you know, that I've had to have my oil stores replenished a lot in the last few months. So now it's been about three and a half months since Dave has passed. And um, things are getting better because I have released, <laughs> listen to this, I have released him to Jesus and to heaven. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I, I didn't need your help, you know. <laughs> But we still believe in healing. And Dave's looking over the balcony of heaven. He's watching all of us. The Lord definitely showed me that picture. He's going into the Father's throne room speaking about us. You know, we've, we've had some glorious times of worship. And the oil has been flowing, hasn't it? The oil represents that anointing from him. Oil, uh, I don't know if everybody understands it when you talk about oil out in public with people you know they kind of get the huh but we know and you are the ones that are going to supply them with oil but you're going to tell them about it so they'll know about the oil of the anointing through the holy spirit amen all right number four godly wisdom is to keep your oil supplies filled daily and that means daily you've got to ask the lord for wisdom in your walk you've got to ask him about small things medium things, large things, um, 
I used to be like Joyce with that, you know, and I can handle this, I can handle that. And then she said, the Lord said, excuse me, Joyce, you know, you need to just go ahead and ask me. I'll make it even easier for you. Uh, my supply is great. So I've got a daily supply of oil. So just ask me so you can tap in even in a deeper and a greater way. Number five, be wise and fill up often. It's wrong to worry over tomorrow, but it is right to be prepared for tomorrow. I call that proactive. We've got to be proactive today. You, you never know what's going to go on from day to day. Last week, my sister calls me. Oh, I saw this on the news. I turned the news on. I said, I don't see anything. Yeah, she said, all of Wilmington is without uh, data. They have no Internet. Oh, look, it just popped up in another state. Did, did anybody see that? I didn't see it. She called me from Maryland and said that. And so it lasted till about 3 or 3.30 that afternoon. Uh, things are coming down the pike we don't know about. It's not fair. We shouldn't be this way with all of our knowledge, our skills, our understanding. But the wicked are still out there. The evil thing that is, is floating around, <laughs> coming, whatever, but we still say we're going to have our oil replenished and we're going to be prepared and we're going to be proactive to get a daily supply. Amen. And to be wise with it. Number six, stir yourself when getting low. God will always be there to give big oil. Now, I've been needing some big oil lately. How many How many is going to join me? You know, and, you know, I think just just everybody, you know, a lot of times you're like, I'm good. Everything's fine. And then like, oh, God, I need a big supply today. Or I need a big supply right now in this hour. And I thank you, Lord, for the big oil supply that you have. Only God has the ability to fill your lamp with his oil and his light. Now, I want to talk about the big oil. And uh, I'm believing that I'm going to have even a better report about my oldest son. Um, I have some news, and it's good news. How long do you think I've been splashing oil? <laughs> Get out the Wesson bottle. <laughs> I used to, all the boys, but especially my oldest, I'd even splash the oil in his shoes. I'd put it under his pillow. Um, he'd have on a, 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 a sweatshirt he was going to put on, splash, splash, you know. But, you know, the anointing oil, I'm like, uh, sometimes we, we say, it's not working. But it, it was working. It just took some time, and it was God's time. But the Lord is moving in a mighty way. And I'm thanking the Lord for our oldest son. I know that you have maybe other people. It could be a, a, a mom. It could be a sister. It could be a, a distant cousin. It's good that we care about our families, even the ones that have done you wrong, even the ones that have done you in. And I've got a good report about the oil that I've splashed out in my yard. <laughs> like if I had a spray bottle. Anybody got a spray bottle of oil? <laughs> you know, <laughs> continuous aerating. But I've got good news. My neighbor brought me something to eat the other day. And I said, thank you so much. It was very kind and sweet. And I know. No, I just said, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Amen. 
And it was wonderful. It was very tasty. She had, she had prepared some food for somebody else. So, you know, there's, there's some talking going on. What do we call that, you know, um, when we're engaging with one another? There's another word for that. Dialogue. We've got dialogue going on, okay? Thank you, Ronnie. We've got the good dialogue going on. Now, what happened to Ina in all this? Ina had to let it go. Here's all this trash heap pile. I had to throw everything in the garbage and just go on. But did it take me a while to get there? No, it, of course it didn't. <laughs> Probably took you a short time, but it took me a while, you know, because injustice was done. But then I had to get focused, and I had to get to a place where I'm like, I need some big oil, and I'm going to get through this, and all the injustice, I'm going to take it over here, put it in the trash heap, put it in the garbage, and I'm going to go on and be who the Lord wanted me to be in the first place. Now, we're talking about 14 years rolling on here, okay? So what, what is the uh, other thing I sing all the time? I beg your pardon. I didn't promise you a rose garden. You know, so that's what Jesus says, you know. He went through so much and suffered so much at so many hands. And guess who it was? Hello? Religious people, you know, were the hardest on Jesus. So he says, I know all things. Well, my neighbor doesn't seem to be that religious, but as I say, injustice was done and so forth. But I had to be the bigger person and say, I forgive. And what did I do? I had um, like this. I had Jesus standing in between me and her. And it was there for a while, Jesus staring at me going, well, well. <laughs> and then I finally said, I give it. I give it up. I give it up to you, Lord. So things are moving because I got some big oil. Hallelujah. Amen. Only God has the ability to fill your lamp with his oil and his light. Okay, so I've got all these oils listed, so we're going to go through some of these. The reason I didn't put up scripture is because I need to paraphrase a few of them, and it's too much, and you can get reference to them later, okay? So the oil, the word oil means holy, set apart, cleansed, anointed, and many other definitions are, you know, about oil. I like to use this one. Uh, if I'm going to give you some oil, I could say holy, holy, holy. It's oil, holy oil. Holy oil is coming on you. I give you holy oil. I anoint you, however you want to say it. But I like holy, holy. I'm going to stay holy myself as I give out the holy oil to other people. Amen. So uh, you have number seven, don't you, on this? That. I'm just fixing to say it. Is that what you... Yeah. So number seven, oil of gladness. We have oil of gladness. Listen to Psalm 45, 6 through 8. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee, that means me, that means you, with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces whereby they have been made thee glad. For the Lord is our defense and the Holy One of Israel 
is our king. So it's all about what? Focus on the binoculars. Focus in on the oil of gladness. Anybody got a comment on that? Number seven, oil of gladness. It's on your paper. Oh, Psalm 45. Oh, it says, it says 20. I'm sorry. Uh, Psalm 45, 6 through 8. So sorry. Typo there. Number eight, oil of power. We have power as we anoint ourselves with oil or we receive the oil. Acts 10.35. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, for he is the Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which was published throughout all of Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the power of the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The oil of power. It's our portion. You know it is. So we take it gladly. Amen? We take it gladly in Jesus' name. All right, number nine, the oil of service. Let me find that one quick. I think that's one that I left out. If somebody can look up oil of service, uh, which is Exodus 30, 22 and 23. Can somebody read that real quick? Myrrh. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about in the tabernacle, they had all these oil mixtures and they were made for a reason. You know how the priests, they never even sat down in the tabernacle. They had to stand in honor of the, of the Lord and his presence. And we are of a great service. We have the oil of service upon us. It's just like you have like a little um, towel across your arm and you're going to serve humanity. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to love you. I'm here to pray for you. But so are you. We just say, I'll do it for you. You do it for me. Are you going to do that same thing and give the oil of service to the unlovely in life? And that's where we get stuck. But I say, yes, we've done it for the homeless. We've done it for others. But what about the neighbors? Uh, what about uh, the people on the job that are so irritable to deal with all the time? It's an oil of service because you're going to let your light shine. Amen? Amen. Number 10, an oil of revelation. Matthew 25, 1 through 10. Did I get that one right? Yeah. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps, went forth to meet the bridegroom, Five were wise, five were foolish. Uh, the foolish took their lamps but took no oil. The wise took their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And then they said, wake up 
And all the virgins arose to trim their lamps. The foolish said, Oh, give us oil, for our lamps have gone out. And the wise said, No, lest there not be enough for us, but you go and sell and buy for yourselves. Well, what happened was they had nothing. We've got to have a wisdom with getting ourselves so much oil that we have enough to light up our path. And that's so beautiful to think about. Jesus, with all of his goodness, Jesus, with all of his power, he said, I'm going to share my power with you. I'm going to give you as much as you want, plus a whole lot more, plus a whole lot more, and you are going to be the light for me here on earth. It's great and easy to go to be in heaven with the Lord. It's the living part, isn't it? Living out the life. But I'm going to live it out, and I'm going to finish good. Dave lived it out, and he finished well, like we used to say and still do. He did everything that God ever asked him to do. I mean, Dave, he trumped me, I tell you. I mean, really, because he would do it right away in Jesus' name. He did everything that the Lord asked. I'd just say, Lord, I'm going to think about that. Lord, I'll give you an answer. No, but Dave would say, I'm your willing servant, and I'm going to do your bidding. So hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your revelation. Now I want to talk about all the provisions, 2 Kings uh, 4, 1 through 6. Um, actually, both, both of those, provision and multiplication. Now there was a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. You know that uh, thy servant did fear the Lord. And here comes the creditor to take me and my two sons to be bondsmen. Elisha said, uh, what, what do I have to do with you? Tell me, uh, what do you have in your house? And she said, I just have a little meal and a pot of oil. And he told her to go get those vessels. Go broad, get all your neighbors, gather up all the vessels. And um, when you come in, you shall shut the door and upon thy sons, and you'll pour out all the oil into those vessels from that little bitty oil, and it began to supply. And in verse 5, it says, So she went from him and shut the door, upon her and her sons and brought the vessels they brought the vessels to her and she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full she said bring me yet another vessel and he said there's not any more i believe that the supply would have never gone out but she she did get vessels and she's probably saying well i've got enough pots i've got enough vessels to fill up the oil but um if she had gotten more the oil probably would have never run out God is going to provide for us, and it's not going to go away. Say it with me. God's going to provide for me, and it's not going to go away. We have to have multiplication of oil. We have to have multiplication of provision on earth. God, supply our needs, provide for us. I thank you, Father. You're going to multiply what I've got. You put your hand of blessing on it. You put your hand of goodness upon it, and that's enough. So it's in our courts now to say, thank you, Father. You know, um, I used to get totally hung up on this, you know, asking God, asking God. Then I repeated, Lord, I thank you, and I just ask you again. What he wants us to do is thank him. You've asked, so now stay in the thanksgiving and thank him continually and bless other people. Don't curse them, bless them. Even the ones that have done you in, you're going to bless them 
and not curse. Amen? All right, number 13, oil of healing. Mark 6, 13. I left that one out. Somebody read it. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Okay. So there's the disciples and also Jesus and all of the other people that believed in him. They went out with the oil, anointing evil spirits, leaving people. Now, you know the oil is a symbol. We don't worship the oil. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. But it's so important to see this visual of all of the oils because you've got great supply. And really, we've just kind of tapped in. That's me too. We've only really tapped in a little bit on the oil supply and the big oil that God wants to continually give us. Amen? All right, uh, Kimberly, you have a testimony about the oil and the anointing and how you got healed. Can you come up here and give that? So when I was pregnant for my daughter, Tasha, um, I was in, in my eighth month, and we were having a revival service in our little church, and um, they uh, took a cloth, and they took it to the church. I couldn't go that day because I couldn't get up. I was laid, had to lay flat. I had hurt my back, and they wanted me to remain flat until I had my baby, and I was in my eighth month. And so my mom had this cloth anointed. They all got together, poured oil on this cloth, and she brought it to me. And she laid it on my lower part of my back, and they prayed, and I was completely healed. I got up off my feet, and in fact, I gave birth to Tasha with no pain. Oh, wow. Whoa. That was not me, but I'm thrilled to hear your testimony. Rella, come and give your testimony about how you were anointed with oil, and you were completely healed. Praise the Lord. This was about um, 2015. I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And all the ladies in the church came around me in a circle, if you remember. And I was anointed with oil and prayer. And I knew that God was with me then. Because when I went to my next appointment, these angels appeared in my room. And started praying over me. And I knew that God had healed me then. So. Yes, sir. Well, since we're on the, on the, the oil and cloths, a dear friend of ours was really, really sick. This, is, this, is a, this was bad. Pastor Festus was here preaching. So we had him anointing, and we videotaped it. He anointed the cloth. The whole ministry team came here and anointed the cloth. I took it to right to Tim Pritchard's bed and put it in his bed. It's the same Tim Pritchard sitting right there, completely healed. Hallelujah. So even though Dave's in heaven, there's still healing here on earth. Uh, for whatever reason, God was um, gracious enough to receive him, but we believe in the healing power is still flowing in Jesus' precious name. Amen? Amen. Uh, I wanted to um, 
talk about uh, number 14, the oil of unity. Uh, I could spend a lot of time on these, and you'll probably hear some more about oil. But I want to go on with this right now. The oil of unity, Psalm 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment, and the dew, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended from the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. We have unity. We want more unity. We want people to live in unity. You want this world to be in unity? It's a mess. What are we going to do? We're going to keep praying for unity. Uh, I'm not about to give up, you know. We're going to pray for unity in our country. We've got to have unity in our city, in our state. Crazy mess going on. Crazy laws that should not even be there. And it's, it's, isn't it insulting, you know, because of America and all of its freedom and how crazy things have gone. Yet, we're going to pray for the unity, not only in the body of Christ, but we're going to pray for the unity in this world. Amen. Uh, number 15, fresh oil, Psalm 92. I was hoping that I had typed that one out. I started typing and I got distracted with my scriptures. Uh, Psalm 92, uh, read the first part of that because I wanted to. Psalm 92. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So I thank you, Lord, for this wonderful oil of your presence that is upon us, not just for now, but forever. Amen. So are we on number 16? Did I do 15? Um, uh, on number 15, let me say this, though, on fresh oil. We've got a song for everything. Has anybody ever heard this one? Fresh oil from the throne. Fresh oil from the throne, anoint us today with fresh oil from the throne. We need thy power in this, in this very hour. I forgot that. Anoint us today with fresh oil from the throne. I thought the other scripture was another one this lady wrote, but I'll, I'll share that one another time about the fresh oil. But I know, but I don't think that's the one because it was like, uh, yeah, it's fresh oil, but it's it's another song about um, um, let my praise be set for be let my praise be set forth as incense and the and the I can't sing it right now. I was singing it at my desk, so I'll sing that one for you next time. But it's a wonderful song a lady wrote in New Orleans um, <clears throat> uh, about the oil. 
All right, number 16, oil of inheritance, 1 Samuel 10. So here's Samuel out, and he's anointing, um, and he is uh, bringing the anointing, you know, for a king. Yep, I left that one out too. All right, somebody read um, 1 Samuel 10. It was just like the whole chapter. Give me a paraphrase on it real quick. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he anointed him on his head. You know, when we get the anointing oil, you know, in the natural, we're going to anoint on the head because it'll flow down over our bodies. So that's the way you think of it in the spirit. You get the anointing oil from the Holy Spirit. You begin to sing in the spirit, speak in the spirit, but the anointing oil from the head and it flows down and it heals us in our minds and our thoughts. You know, as we're um, speaking in tongues, you know, you use both sides of the brain just like you do when you're singing. It uses both sides of the brain. Therefore, not even the enemy knows what you're saying unto God the Father. So I thank you, Father, for this wonderful oil of your inheritance that's ours. Number 17, the oil of excellence. Psalm 141, verse 1 through 5. Lord, I cry unto you. Make haste unto me and give ear to my voice when I cry. Let my prayer be set forth. And this is a song I was looking for. Let my prayer be set for you as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. I'm going to skip to verse 5. Let the righteous smite me. It shall be a kindness. Let them reprove me. It shall be an excellent oil which shall not break my head. For yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities. That means God's going to take care of it if we turn it over to him. They can reprove you. They can throw rocks and stones at you. They can throw words at you. But there's an excellent oil that he anoints us with. And we want that excellent spirit. You know, that's what we always told our boys. Once you have an excellent spirit in everything that you do, in your work, in your play, as you're drawing, as you're playing basketball, whatever it is, make it excellent. So I'm going to sing this real quick uh, on this. Um, uh, this was uh, Lottie Walker that um, uh, wrote this song. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth keep the door of my lips. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Well, I'll tell you, it was very anointed when we had everybody singing this song because it talks about the door of your lips and what you say, and you're going to set a watch on the words that come out of your mouth. Amen? We want that spirit of excellence, and we want the oil of excellence. Number 18, oil for healing and forgiveness. A big favorite there. I think I asked you to put that one up. Do you have that scripture? James 5, 14 through 16. Uh, if you did not put it up, that's fine. Oh, there it is. If anyone among you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with with oil in the name of the Lord. 
and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up and if he's committed sins he will be forgiven those sins you know when we're talking about oil of healing and forgiveness it's about healing on the inside and we get healing on the outside we get the double dose for that I thank you father for that healing and forgiveness is ours that we are totally healed as you anoint us we can anoint ourselves with the oil as we get into your presence um, I have this one last little thing and we're gonna watch something here is lavender oil anybody um, affected by a negative wave with lavender oil anybody in here I just have to ask to make sure I'm gonna splash it around and you're gonna see when you come up here and stand, you're going to smell the fragrance of lavender. I love lavender oil. You might like another fragrance, but I like the lavender oil because it has such a beautiful scent. It's very calming. Um, it, um, you know, takes away anxiety. Not only does it smell good, you know, spray it and put it on pillows or even the drops. And so I would just uh, encourage you to get some kind of oil. And just remind yourself that this lavender oil is just a little example of the fragrance of Jesus, that he was crushed like a rose for us, and the rose oil came up out of him and filled the entire earth. Amen? Yep, I want to end with this. I'm watching that clock. That's why I'm rushing a little bit. And I, I'm going to put up this. Um, uh, Tim's going to do that. And this is a Joseph Prince wanted to read this one scripture it is from is it Zechariah Zephaniah I think it's Zechariah here it is Zechariah 412 and again I ask him what are these two olive branches beside the two gold pipes that pour out golden oil when we receive Jesus, the oil from the golden ropes flows down to us from heaven. And it goes on talking about this supply of oil. You need to look that uh, scripture up and really meditate. Sit and think about that. Read it in some different um, interpretations of scripture. But I love that when it says the golden ropes flow down on us, each one of us, with the golden oil. Gold is so precious and so, of course, the gold of his glory is what I'm talking about, how it will flow down upon us. But we have to keep the supply open from heaven down to us, and we get stuck. The rope might get twisted a little bit or a lot, and it stops the flow. It constricts the flow. So I want you to listen to this, and then we're done for tonight. Go ahead and put that on. This is Joseph Prince talking about the golden rope. Two book, you know, the things that you must do, seven steps, eight steps. Turn it know, up a little uh, bit. Certain position and breathing exercises. It's more than that. It's something from heaven itself. That one thing you can do. Yes, it's based, based on just that one truth, but it tells you how to let go, which is one of the hardest things for men to do. You're okay. Right. You, you were just quoting the Sermon on the Mount, yeah. yes? And Jesus says, don't worry, right. but when we do... We're blocking that we're blocking supply. The supply. That's the like, premise of this. When he said, exactly, when he says, uh, consider lilies of the field, how they grow. Notice how they grow. He went on to say, they toil not. Mm -hmm. And yet we think that by toiling, by working hard, we grow. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the system of the world. But Jesus says, look at the lilies of the field. How they grow. How they grow. They tall not, neither do they spin. Yet Solomon, the wealthiest man in history, and probably to date still, was not arrayed like one of this. And he says this, that if God clothed the lilies of the field, which today is, tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? Therefore, take no thought. In other words, if we refuse to take hold of anxious thought over our lives, God will clothe us with a quality body, quality health, all right? Better than the lilies of the field that are better arrayed than Solomon in all his glory. Yeah. And the only thing that is hindering us from receiving the supply, you know, and many years ago, I received a vision from the Lord. And I'm very careful about talking about receiving visions because it's been so abused. All right? But this time, I received an inner vision from the Lord. And later on, it was confirmed in Zechariah 4. I saw a vision of golden pipes coming from heaven. All right? right over an individual, a believer. So one pipe ministers healing. Another pipe ministers financial uh, wisdom. Another supply brings flow. So different supplies and one for parenting, hmm. right? And there are golden pipes ministering golden oil on all of us. And later on, I saw in the book of Zechariah that such a pipe exists, right? In the book of Zechariah. And, uh, but the moment someone is worried about a certain area of your life, you constrict that supply. It is not like the supply... Uh, was not released. It has been supplied all the time. It's supplying all the time. Alright, all right, God is supplying all the time. But as far as that area is concerned, it's clocked up. Because you're worried about the area. Hmm. That particular area. And God said to me many years ago, son, look at your life. And that's when he told me this. Grace flows in the worry-free areas of your life. Wow. Look wow. at your life, he says. All the areas that you're not worried about, supply is there. Wow. But the very area that you're worried about, it seems like you're still struggling. Then he reminded me many years ago when I was a teenager. I know I, I look like I know, a few years after my teenage years, but <laughs> I'm going to pray for him though. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, uh, I remember when I was down to my last $10 and I found out that my brother, my older brother, also had a financial need. So unbeknownst to him, I took out my $10, my last $10, and I put it into his wallet. He never knew it. All right? But for some reason, on that particular day, supply would come. Someone would give me a treat, you know, bring me out for a meal. I began to realize early, I don't have to worry about money. And this one area I don't struggle over. As a pastor, we've built a building that costs about 400 million U.S. dollars. You know, and uh, it's fully paid now. And uh, to God be the glory. Wow. But the thing is this, I've never worried about money and, and the supply is there, whether it's my, my life or my ministry. But then there are other areas I'm worried about, I'm concerned about. You know, some people are worried about money and they're struggling in that area. So grace flows in the worry-free areas of your life. Wow. wow. You know, I think this is one of the most important messages that I could possibly ever hear. How about you? <laughs> because... I think it's just common knowledge that today, in 2017, people are probably more stressed and worried and uh, fearful and just name it off the chart in some cases than I think we've probably ever been before. Am I alone? No. Okay, that's good. So I think this is one of the most important messages. That's good. Yeah, let's just come on down. 
Uh, I just wanted to stop on time. So um, we're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We're going to be filled with oil. We're going to get big oil. Andrew, you're going to get big oil. Deborah, you're going to get big oil. Amen. All we do is say thank you, Father, for the oil, for the healing, for the excellent spirit, for everything that I discussed. Amen. So stay tuned for some more. Okay, everybody come up. Blessings to you. Thank you. Come on, Brother Tim. Got your chair here. Yeah, I saw some.